We are live of sorts. I'm uh, testing a new recording method to see how it goes and uh, see if it, uh, it works better than what I've been using in the past. Uh, we are looking at uh, different topics today. As uh, we can tell you just a little while ago, uh, the... Uh, <laughs> Democratic National Committee's Pravda Network, uh, NBC News, is reporting in New York City, you know, the, the uh, cheering squad for Eric Adams and uh, everything Democrat. The, uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, left of center networks are reporting that the uh, uh, police department uh, of New York City has uh, apparently uh, apprehended, uh, with the assistance of uh, federal agencies, uh, the suspect Frank R. James. Um, there is a press conference, probably a celebratory thing that is going to be going on in a little bit. And uh, that is all the information that has been released as of this time. Meantime, while this is going on, I have been supposed to do a story on the sealing of uh, ballots. Um, uh, the... the, uh, the uh, 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 not, not sealing a ballot, the sealing of election machines, counting machines, at the uh, Philippine consulate in uh, New York City. And uh, a little while ago, a friend of mine by the name of Lambert Parham uh, was out there, and uh, he did some interviews. Uh, he is live at the Philippine consulate, uh, where this is going on. Uh, Balita New York is uh, the uh, the channel he is on, and uh, you know he is uh, very very much active with this uh, uh, the the events that are going on there. I believe there are twenty precincts that um, uh, that, that that have an ongoing uh, event, and uh, there is uh, uh, the the. Uh, um, entire story of this is 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 ongoing um uh we do know the uh situation as as far as uh the uh, uh protest marches uh have been critical of some of the issues uh surrounding the um uh events that that, that you know have taken place uh, we do know that um, uh, there have been some some discussions as far as uh, you know the, the, the entire process of the uh, um, uh, of the uh, uh, the uh, the the uh, you know the, the situation that, that that took place as far as the um, uh, ballot. And uh, and you know the the situation. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to Lambert as uh, he does an interview here. And uh, as they uh, as they actually do the counting and testing of these uh, voting machines, and uh, you know you, you you can basically uh, see what's what's going on. And uh, how things are going. So let's see what, what's happening there.
So we are uh, back, and uh, you know we didn't really go anywhere, but uh, I'm, I'm still kind of testing how this works. Uh, this directly records it onto my phone. Uh, if this works better, then we'll use this a little bit more. Uh, it is really helpful because you know the fonts are a lot larger, and the uh, you know for a low vision person like me, uh, I'm legally blind. Uh, this uh, is a big help. So anyway, here's uh, more from that coverage of uh, Lambert Powerung of Bolita, New York. And uh, we thank him for the audio sample that we got. This is an interview with uh, Conjen uh, El Mercato. You know, Elmer's been under fire from a lot of these cause-oriented groups that, that don't really understand what's going on with the uh, uh, w- w- with the process for the uh, for 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 uh, remote voting, uh, as they call it. Uh, what is it? Overseas voting, uh, absentee voting. Uh, you know how the ballots are mailed out to people and all that. And the machines are actually shipped in from the Philippines and they're not kept at the consulate. You know, they're, they're, these things are, are, are deployed every election and they're, and they're brought out here to the United States. Maybe they should find a way to, uh, you know, store these somewhere. That's a possibility. I mean, you know, obviously that could happen. Uh, you know, but but then again, there's not a lot of space in many of the uh, many of the consulates around the world. So probably the machines have to and should be brought back to, you know, the, the Comelec, uh offices in, in Manila. Uh, after after every election, uh, just just to make sure there's more security as far as it's concerned, and, and and of course the election process in the Philippines for those of you who are living in the United States and don't quite understand it, uh, if whether you're Filipino American or you're Filipino but raised out here, uh, the election process in the Philippines is a lot more strict than it is in the United States. So if you're Filipino American and you voted in American elections and you're thinking about oh these are Philippine elections, how do they do it? It's more strict. There's IDs involved. There's biometrics involved. There's a lot of uh, checks and balances to make sure that uh, you know the, the the process is is secure, and uh, it is something that uh, is is a lot better than many places in the United States. You know, when you hear all these all these comments, you listen to guys like Ted Cruz or uh, you know uh, 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 Bernie Sanders. Remember, remember a few years ago in in Brooklyn, there was this one lady who just disenfranchised a whole bunch of voters uh, for the uh, Democratic Party in the primary between Hillary Clinton. And uh, and uh, um, um, Bernie Sanders, and that was in 2016, and that actually happened. And a lot of people t- tend to forget those things. Hillary Clinton complained to end on that you know the election was unfair, that, that she was you know basically uh, not properly respected. So you know you had all those complaints here in the United States. Trump raised that. Some of his supporters raised that. Then he had that whole January 6th thing that's being investigated by Congress. Of course, being investigated only by one party in Congress. You know, the other party is basically looking at it as, as uh, you know, kind of was a, a protest that went a little too far. It went on the floor of Congress, which was, you know, exceeded probably the, 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 the norms of, of protesting. But that's all really it was. It was a trespass. And, uh, you know, they want to create an example and, and uh, punish these people for daring to upset the uh, schedule of, uh, of Congress people and their, and, their, and their lattes. But anyway, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Philippine elections. Uh, and, of course, the voting has started. Um, for anyone who has friends, family, or others that are, uh, you know, active in the political process in the Philippines, of, of course, uh, or can vote in the elections, and is one of the registered, I believe it's somewhere around 30,000 registered voters uh, for, for New York City or the New York State area uh, or the consulate area alone. 
Uh, it probably is more. I don't quote me. I don't really know the exact numbers, but but anyway, here is <laughs> uh, Consul General Elmer Cato. Elmer used to be a journalist. He used to be based out in Pampanga years and years ago when uh, Mount Pinatubo erupted. I remember. Uh, Elmer was was a key fixture for for many of the news agencies, especially for the Reuters news agency and, and some of the others, along with friends like Just Madaban and others. I believe Elmer was actually working with AP, the Associated Press, who I worked with in Palawan, in in a different part of the Philippines, um, as as a stringer basically, or as a correspondent, or as a writer, and uh, that's where Elmer uh, worked with and and uh, you know earned his bones, as they say in, in the media industry. Uh, and uh, this is Elmer talking about this process. Elmer is one of the hardest working consul generals you've ever seen. He, he, this is one of those guys who goes into war-torn areas to not only see to the living, but also to take care of those who unfortunately have succumbed to injuries or, of warfare and, and whatever. Uh, you know, he, he, he risks his life to go into places like Libya, Syria, and, and, and other places in the Middle East, Iraq, and, uh, you know, see to the welfare of uh, Filipino overseas workers. And to be accused of, you know, doing some funny business by some strange group wherein they filed a petition to, uh, to uh, uh, protest, essentially what they said was, uh, you know, something fishy going on. But at the reality of it all, it turns out that less than 10% of those people who were written on the petition are actually registered to vote, and probably less than 10% of those who remain are actually credible enough to vote. And many of those who signed a petition are just part of you know, the, the constant stream of protest groups that help each other out on their petitions and don't really read the petitions they're signing. And basically, they're just mad at the world and they want to do what they do. Anyway, here's Elmer. He's talking about it. I'll let him clarify it and talk about what happened, and uh, he can uh, he can he can explain it best, you know. Uh, as as uh, we listen to this, and uh, I think this is an interview by some members of the media, the New York Press Corps, of the uh, Philippine uh, Media or Press Club here, and uh, what's going on. Which were explained by the Comilek uh, during our town hall meeting the other night. And the delay was a result of uh, their suppliers uh, uh, failing to deliver on time because of COVID pandemic, which is understandable. Okay. Ngayon, nandito na yung balota, tinesa natin yung mga bolt outing machines. So, para so we hope that the first batch of ballots that we sent out Monday night would start arriving uh, hopefully as early as Friday uh, or this weekend to may delivery yung post office, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, we hope that by Monday meron na. There are also some kababayan who opted to pick up their ballots. So... Most likely, those would be the first to be counted when we start uh, the process next week. So, as you know, we have uh, almost 40,000 ballots to send out. So, kami dito sa Consulado will be really working overtime. Alam niyo naman po, we have to work from 9 to 5, serving our kababayan, uh, because they, of course, have consular needs that we have to attend to. But even personnel who are not doing frontline duties have been really uh, 
preparing to send out those election packets. So busy kami since Monday to work on those election packets and we've been sending them batch by batch. And nasabi ko nga, kung pwedeng 24 hours, gawin natin. Kung pwedeng by Sunday, nailabas na lahat natin. You know, it's Holy Week this week. Supposed to be a holiday on Friday, pero papasok kami para lang magawa namin yung aming tungkulin. As we promised, we want every qualified Filipino voter here in our part of the United States to be able to exercise their right to vote. Na-setback tayo ng isang araw, na-delay tayo because of, as I mentioned earlier, the logistical difficulties encountered by the Combelec. But we have to compensate for that. Ang importante dito, magtulungan po tayo. Nanawagan po kami sa ating mga kababayan dito sa New York and the nine states in the United States Northeast that are under our jurisdiction na kumari, tulungan kami mag-disseminate ng information sa ating mga kababayan para alam nila as soon as they receive their ballots, fill this up and return them to us as soon as possible. Huwag na po tayo maghintay ng May 9 because some of us may have that mistaken impression that they will have to, it's okay lang to wait. We have to factor in yung yung possible delays due to yung USPS, possible issues that we might not have anticipated. So, nasabi rin namin, pwede naman dalhin dito mismo yung balota kung gusto nyo manigurado. Kung gusto nyo manigurado, you're coming from far places, dagdagan nyo na lang po yung stamps para kung pwede yung overnight dyan or three days, gawin nyo. Ang gusto natin sa konsulado ay tumaas yung turnout. You've told me doon, mababa yung turnout ng previous election. So, kung magtulong-tulong tayo, these elections are really very important because they will determine the future of the Philippines in the next six years. So, gusto natin lahat ng mga qualified voters ay talaga makaboto. So, panawagan po ulit natin sa ating mga kababayan dito sa New York and surrounding areas. Tulungan nyo po kami mag-disseminate ng information so that our kababayan would be able to send their votes to us within the prescribed period. Okay. So basically, uh, what, what uh, you know, the uh, the uh, Consul General is saying, uh, Consul General Cato, uh, is that uh, you know there are uh, of course uh, situations that that are you know taking place uh, with these uh, um, you know uh, with with the electoral process. Uh, and and the, the process is basically they have to, you know, mail in the ballots, uh, and and these ballots are 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 you know sent in to the consulate. They're counted, and then the digital records of those are sent over to Comelec in the Philippines. You know, together, one one vote somewhere down in May 9th. And what essentially is being said is, if you are a registered Philippine voter and you have your ballot already. Uh, you received it in the mail, then please rush and mail it back. You know, if you need to put some additional postage on there uh, to get it, you know, done a little bit quicker to make sure it gets to the Philippine consulate, then do what's needed. Again, you can go to the PH at New York uh, on Twitter and ask them questions. That's PH at New York, which is Philippines at New York. Uh, and they will tell you if you live in the Northeast. If you do not live in the Northeast, obviously, do not mail your ballot to the New York consulate. If you live in Los Angeles, no, you can't add to the New York total by sending your ballot to the 
New York consulate. If you live in Los Angeles, you mail your ballot to the consulate that is doing the counting for you, which is probably Los Angeles or San Francisco. I am not aware. I do not know. But I know there are, uh, you know, a different set of uh, consulates for New York and San Francisco because of the very large populations on the West Coast, including uh, Las Vegas. Now, as far as Las Vegas is concerned, I really don't know where they send their ballots to. Uh, you would have to check if you live in, in, in the Vegas area. But essentially what uh, the uh, U.S. Embassy of the Philippines, uh, you know, the Philippine Embassy in the United States would like is what they're telling us is they would like to see a large turnout, obviously. And, and the same goes for Canada, you know, and Mexico. You know, they, they all want to see larger turnouts um, and, and show that, uh, you know, that uh, overseas Filipinos are participating in the elections for those dual citizens who can vote, for those who are citizens who can vote. Hey, this is your time, your chance. Do what you do best. Anyway, that's it for me for now. I want to thank Lambert Paro, uh, you know, for, for uh, sharing the... Uh, location of this audio file i believe this was his interview i'm not really 100 sure if that was that was his interview or um uh, another member of the press corps a little while ago and uh you know how how it worked out but uh that's the latest for me for now on this topic and uh we will you know continuously update as to what's going on they, they they're doing the testing of the machines testing of the sd cards or the, or the you know uh, storage uh, information that that is uh, that is on those cards, and uh, what exactly uh, the, the 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 entire uh, process is. I think he also had another interview that that I'm looking for right here. As uh, this goes on, this this was part of a live event that the uh, Philippine consulate was uh, was hosting a little while ago. And, uh, you know, it, it generally goes to the, uh, to the situation. So, you know, as we uh, look at it, we can listen in. And here's one of the, uh, one of the other, uh, uh, you know, deputy uh, consuls. Well, uh, there is a set of instructions that will be included in every envelope that will be sent out to all registered voters. So uh, just follow the instructions. Uh, it's very clear there what you need to do and what you need to avoid. So the basics are use a dark colored pen. Please do not use red because it cannot be read by the vote counting machine. Avoid placing any marks on the sides of the, uh, of the ballot uh, because it will invalidate the ballot. Please do not overvote, and uh, just basically that. And also, uh, there are instructions on how to properly seal and accomplish your ballot. So you have to uh, sign on the outside of the return envelope, and you have to seal the front side with the provided paper seal. As long as you follow these instructions, your ballots will not be spoiled. So yin lang po ang pinag-iiganatan natin. Please don't tear the ballot. Please avoid having it wet and avoid any other unnecessary marks. Now, for the fear of those who wish to use a Sharpie, for example, at tatagos yung marka, it's okay. Okay lang tubagos. Huwag lang lumampas. And please properly shade. Make sure more than 75% of the circle is properly shaded in because if less than that, it might not be recognized. So we want to avoid all of these. So, 
for sure makakapal ng spoil balance. And this spoil balance will be basically a separate thing. And hindi po, walang, walang possibility na lumabas yun at mapigay sa, ano, di ba? No, because, yeah. Because, uh, well, the main advantage of postal uh, voting, which is being implemented here in the United States, is that each ballot is carefully inspected before we mail it out. So there's really very slim chances of any uh, uh, tampered ballots that will be mailed out to you. If there are, of course, please let us know because uh, we'll have this investigated right away. But I am confident that uh, voters will not be receiving any uh, tampered ballots. So the Yes, ever since uh, we received the ballots Monday, Monday, uh, mid-morning of Monday, we have already started processing and mailing out ballots that same day. In fact, Monday late afternoon, we have already sent out several ballots. Yesterday, we have also done the same. And all throughout the period that we have received the ballots, we are processing each, affixing stamps, checking the ballots that none are tampered, and ensuring that they all be mailed out. And we are hopeful that we will be able uh, to mail all ballots before the end of this week. So even if it's Holy Week, Servicio Parinsabayan, we will continue to process your ballots and ensure that they're all mailed out and they, you will be receiving them by next week. So that should give you two entire weeks to make your choice, uh, properly uh, prepare your ballots and mail it back to us. Now for those of you who are hesitant in mailing it back, uh, take note, we will be providing proper postage. So it will, it will arrive to us. But for those of you who wish to personally drop it off, we have a ballot receptacle box at the guard of the Philippine Center, and there is a guard there 24 hours a day, every day, including weekends. You can drop it off there. Just make sure your ballot is properly sealed. We don't want you to drop an open ballot because it, it may lead to some uh, complications. So please properly seal your ballots, and you can drop it off personally. Just be aware that we will only accept dropped-off ballots until 6.59 a.m. Eastern Time of May 9, which corresponds to 6.59 p.m. Manila Time, because 7 p.m. in Manila, which is 7 a.m. here, is a close-off uh, voting. So beyond that, we can no longer accept any ballots. Now, for those of you who really want to ensure that your ballot is tracked and wish to spend more for FedEx, for example, or DHL, that is your choice. We are not forcing you to do so because we have provided uh, stamps for the return of your envelopes. But it, it's all up to you. So essentially, uh, that's you know the uh, the uh, official uh, you know uh, um, uh, you know Comelec, uh position on on this topic and 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 what is going on there. Uh, a better explanation, actually, a more direct a more direct explanation. And I'm just trying to get his name here because uh, you, you you don't have his name in the. Uh, uh, there's no like uh, character generator or you know uh, downstream that, that that gives you a name, so you don't really know who's who's speaking. But uh, I believe he is from the Philippine consulate. Yes, he has a Philippine flag on, and uh, you know he is speaking, but he has a mask on. So you know we don't know who he is. You know, uh, I really don't know what's going on here. As far as playback is concerned, uh, we will try and get you more information on that. Probably look in the show notes. I will update this as we go along. So that's all for me for now. I'm Mike of New York, and uh, that is the latest from the Philippine Consulate in New York. And, of course, a little bit of an update there on Frank James. He's been caught. Police have him in custody. Press conference. We're going to cut that with that from the uh, 
one pp uh the uh one police plaza they have a they have a press conference also i believe with mayor adams who can now come out of hiding uh i mean you know um um uh uh you know can can now um 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 uh you know go back to his covid uh, uh quarantine uh because he did test positive uh and and hopefully this this whole uh, brooklyn shooter incident will slowly be unraveled and things worked out that's all for me for now i'm mike of new york have a pleasant day and god bless always remember keep it here because the news is always fresh just like fish but we smell better obviously than fish i hope and nothing's fishy yes just me (laughs) what am i saying i have no bloody idea what i'm saying here anymore (sighs) have a great day